What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. What's up, Adam? How are you today? I'm doing pretty good as we talk. Rangers have a 2 nothing lead, so that's good. After one period, looking at even that series at two. Lots of baseball going on, and uh, we'll see if Dallas can keep their season alive against Golden State. Uh, I would think they probably do win. Golden State goes home, closes out in game five, but you never know. But, but yeah, Dallas was kind of close in game three. They just didn't get any contributions from the role players. So I could see the role warriors just be like, yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's get another home game and make that money. Yeah, I guess I would just assume just put it away, right? Like, just let's be done with it. No need to drag it on. Why? Why spend more money on on Dallas Mavericks players like crossing the you know going halfway across the country to go play in Golden State? I mean, I mean really, you know, the NBA wants another game for sure. They want another TV night. You well, know. of course they do because they're greedy sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. So I could see. I don't know, man. It's hard to see them getting swept. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it's pretty easy to see right now down three nothing like this. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't you don't see many sweeps like that. And it's Dallas. It's not like they got blown out in game three. They just missed so many shots. So. Well, by the time people are listening, they'll know whether it's a sweep or not. So that is true. That is true. Let's take a look at uh, we got Celtics and, and Miami. <clears throat> if you guys are, are interested in that one there and betting that one, um, let's talk about it here. Uh, right now, Celtics are favored. Uh, by a point and a half, the money line on the spread is, you know, minus 110 either way. Um, money line overall says Boston here, minus 125. The Heat plus 105. Where are you at with this one here? I mean, obviously, spreads like this, you pretty much just turn it around for the most part. And, like, you know, you're just picking the winner of the game, right? I mean, a spread point, point and a half. You got to figure if you're taking the points there, most likely you're expecting that team to win. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Boston here. Again, I felt the entire time there was a better team. You know, you can't take anything away from game four. It was a complete blowout. It was over in the first quarter. So there's really nothing to take away. My concern here is how healthy is Jimmy Butler at this point? Um, you know, he's got the knee inflammation, uh, reportedly needs surgery. Uh, they expect Tyler Hero to return. Uh, Marcus Smart, we don't know. So it, it's a real tough game to analyze right now. Um, I won't be putting money on it right now. Um, man, I lean Boston, but again, I'm not 100% sure at this point. I want to know is Smart playing, is Hero playing, you know, how is Butler? I mean, the one, I guess, positive aspect you take away from Miami is that they didn't really play guys that much because it was such a blowout. Um, the starters barely played. So it's like they kind of got another night off in a way which obviously is crucial for, you know, especially Butler. I mean, eh, Butler played 27 minutes. He was 3 of 14. Um, Adebayo, 28. Lowry, 21. Tucker, 21. Struth, 15. So a lot of the core guys didn't play a lot. Um, same, you know, Boston was able to only give Tatum 34, Horford, 33. Jalen Brown, 29. Um uh, so, yeah, fortunately, I hit my prop in that game. You always worry about that in a blowout. I had two props. One was Marcus Smart. He was ruled out. But I had Jalen Brown over six and a half rebounds. He had seven. Uh, I do like Jalen Brown over two and a half three-pointers. 
Um, we'll see. Let me see if there nah, it might be juiced a little bit, but he went under in the last game. But again, he shot five at 20. It was a blowout. He only played 29 minutes. But in the other games in this series, he's had three, four, and four. And in the series against Milwaukee, he went over it in four of seven. So um, he's taken a lot of threes. So uh, I like that prop uh, standing out early. Miami, I'm going to have to wait and see who is playing. Um, and Butler's are going to be high, so it's tricky because of his health. But um, I do like – I might go back to the Jalen Brown rebounds too. Let's see. It's six and a half. Yeah, he's been going over this like in, all the time. So over six and a half rebounds for Jalen Brown. And I can do my write-up now. Uh, I was just uh, going to say, right? Why don't you – <laughs> you guys don't even need to go to pickswise.com to look for no, this. No, right? I'm Adam giving different. it to you. Yeah, and and I do like the Jalen Brown over two and a half threes. It is uh, minus 135 on DK. Um, and the rebounds, by the time you're listening, though, I think the rebounds are going to get juiced up. I'm probably going to get it now at uh, minus 115 on FanDuel. Because I think the other day when I wrote it up, it was minus 130. It's already minus 125 on DK. Minus 120 on Caesar, so Fandle minus 115. And I believe that is a prop that he has gone over, like, almost all the time. It's insane. And I'm always wondering, like, why? I mean, it's good. I'm like, what this line doesn't move. It's always six and a half. The juice does go up. But in the series, seven, nine, eight, ten um, against Milwaukee, eight. Five, eight, three, twelve, six, nine. So Natty went over four out of seven, over in all four in this series. So, um, yeah. So those are the Jalen props, uh, Brown props, and you know, I was, I was going to say as long as it's a competitive game, that we expect that in the playoffs. But I'm sure you've seen the stats or heard. It's been a very uncompetitive uh, conference finals. I mean, the final scores in this series have been 11, 25, 6, and twenty. Um, but Brown has still played 42, 43, and 33. And like I said, in ga- last game in 29 minutes, he still went over his rebound prop. So I think the law of averages says this finally has to be a close game. I mean, it's crazy. Like one quarter in each of these games, one team has like just obliterated the other team and it's decided the game. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I, it's kind of funny. I, I think I said this to you yesterday. We got spoiled with like seven game sevens between the NHL and the NBA last weekend. And now we're looking at, you know, the Warriors up three, nothing right now. And, uh, and yeah, no, these games between Miami and, and Boston. Yeah. You know, injuries are, are, are definitely factoring in there, but they're definitely not, you know, it's, it's not as exciting as what we saw in the conference semis at all. No, definitely not, man. So, you know, it is what it is, man. That's, you know, it's not the, uh, <clears throat> it's not the end of the world. My my biggest concern, like I said to you here, was that the Warriors just put it away. And then, you know, Boston and Miami beats the shit out of each other for a seven game series. It goes seven. And then you, you know, and then, then they've got to immediately turn around. I mean, what was it? It was um, Boston, Milwaukee, right? That was a, a, a tough battling series. Um, Boston comes away with it. Miami had uh, had some rest there. And what happened? Boston got obliterated in the first round in the first game. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Smart and Horford set that game out, too, which was tough. That's the thing. These teams are beat up. That is the problem. Like both teams 
have injuries. And that's a problem. Yeah. And that's why you alluded to if Golden State sweeps, that's going to give them like a week of rest because they don't even if this they don't move it up. The final start, I believe, is June 3rd. It's a set date. They will not move it up. So this is, uh, you know, and Golden State has eh, Otto Porter kind of banged up. But yeah, they if they close, if Golden State does close it out Tuesday night or even Thursday, they're going to get a week off. So yeah. everybody's going to everybody's going to heal. Everybody's going to rest. Everybody's going to relax. Sleeping in their own beds, and they'll probably host the uh, the the game one, right? Um, I'm trying to. I think, yeah. No, no. I I think Miami. Let me see. Uh, Golden State would host Boston. Miami and Golden State had the same record. Okay. And they usually play two games. I don't. Let me see real quick because I didn't. I didn't even think about that. They lost to the Warriors in one game. So where's that second game? But By yeah, the way, I, mean, I don't want to jinx it, but fucking Shesterkin looks good tonight. I mean, he's looked good in this series. You know, it's funny after the Pittsburgh debacle where he got pulled twice, he's really bounced back, which is a huge thing for a young goaltender to see that, you know, because he easily could have just been like it could have been in his head and his confidence could have been gone. So. Um, it's definitely been a good thing to see. Um, I think he's I think he's been really good in this series. It has not been his fault at all. No, no, the fucking defense has been just letting it all just hang out. And right? it's been uh it's been brutal. It's been brutal. So oh geez, oh deflection, puck, face, hits, ouch. Ooh, thank God it's uh one of the Hartford Whalers and not one of the Rangers. Hartford Whalers, oh my goodness, flashback. Uh, right. Miami, think, Miami lost two games to Golden State, so I'm assuming Golden State hosts then. Oh, yeah, they, play. they would have to, right? Yeah, because that should be the first tiebreaker. One would think. All right, so good shit all around here. Um, tell you what, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pause for some what station identification. We get some some bills paid here. Uh, we talk about that. There's a bunch of news around MLB. Um, that I want to uh, I want to jump to here because I mean it's it's starting to get problematic for fantasy owners. I'll explain why when we return after this. So Adam, the injury bug continues to just chop us up here left and right. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at you know. All the news that that came in today, Chris Bryant going back on the IL with the back issue. Um, Araldis Chapman likely to hit the IL for the Yankees. That's a blessing in disguise if you have him. It's a blessing in disguise if you have Clay Holmes. Well, no, if you have Chapman too, because you're not forced to put him in your lineup and he's just killing you. He's not been good. I mean, yeah, man, I don't have homes anywhere, man. Jeez, the people who got him now are loving life, man. So are you ready for this? So in I think is I think it's it's either oh, it's the Barf League. It doesn't matter. I'm quitting anyway, but nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> so last weekend, I you know, I was looking at, at Fab and you know, I was trying to like set my fab up early because I know I had a I uh, had a best ball draft coming up at like four my time and all of a sudden, like, that's the time where I've got to, like, get, you know, a bunch of fab stuff done. So I did it early. The draft went real quick. So I was like, oh, OK, I've got some time here. I can, you know, catch up on the news and look at whatever. 
And I had a bid in for Clay Holmes uh, for $73. And then I saw the news that Chapman's dealing with an Achilles issue. And this was, you know, Sunday. And I went in, edited that pick, and I just stuck a one in front of my 73. And lo and behold, the second highest bid actually turned out to be 146. Wow, that really worked. Yeah, it totally worked. I got him. Blessing in disguise, whatever you want to say. Good stuff there. But I'm sitting here right now losing Chris Bryant. Okay. I've, I've, you know, definitely it cost me some fab to replace Chapman. Um, Lewis Robert on the COVID list. And Rick Hahn already said he's not playing until next. He's not, he's not, the earliest he's coming back is next week. Robert? Yeah. Why? He has symptoms or he's not vaxxed? I have. Or we, oh, they can't tell us. They can't tell us anything, but Rick Hahn already told Jim Bowden that Lewis Robert will not play at all because Bowden's all pissed off because he's got Lewis Robert in a weekly league. So he can't swap him out at all. And he's now going to sit there Wait, with a hole in the lineup. That should be wrong. He Robert did not play yesterday. Is he in a league where it locks first pitch? I have no idea the details okay. behind it. I, he just told me that Robert is locked in to his starting lineup. Okay, because I put this on Twitter today, and this is so important. And I know we talk about it in fantasy football with the flex spot. Little details matter in fantasy and in life. So I was setting my TGFBI lineup. And Robert is one of my outfielders. And I saw he was one of the players yesterday that did not play. So I moved him to my utility spot. I'm like, hey, you never know what could happen. COVID, injury, he gets scratched. So I said, all right, let me put him in my utility spot to increase my flexibility. What happened? Robert goes on the COVID-19 list. I guess I have a premonition or something. I'm going to win the lotto, by the way. Let me just throw that out there. Um, and, I took, <laughs> and I took Robert out and was able to put in um, Nate Lowe which is not a great option, but hey, it's better than getting a zero or being locked in. Because imagine I left him at an outfielder and my only options were first base or second base. Now he's stuck in my lineup. So it's not, you know, most people wouldn't do that. They'd be like, oh yeah, leave Roberts in an outfield. I'll just leave him in. Always set, leave that utility spot open for flexibility, especially in today's environment with COVID-19, you know? And injuries could happen anytime. Guy can get hurt in BP or it happened on Sunday and he shows up to the ballpark Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I'm sore. I can't play. Uh, my ankles swelled up, whatever it is. So it allowed me the flexibility to get him out. So I'm assuming with Jim, because we had, unless he dropped the ball, which was possible, but there are some leagues that <laughs> I'm saying it's possible. He's a busy dude. Maybe he doesn't know all the details, but he should have been able to pull him out of his lineup. If he had someone on the bench that didn't play on Monday or it could be a league and there still are some which are stupid that lock at first pitch of the week. That is so dumb. We have the technology. Why are we doing that still? I don't think I'm in any league. I think Tout used to do that and they changed it because it was so stupid. Yeah, I think uh, fantasy football was one that like really turned that around for everybody, I think, so that it doesn't lock in the in the beginning of the day. Yeah, um, can. yeah, yeah. I don't know the details to... behind it, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's a good question. See, I'm going to go back now and I'm going to ask Jim. Or I'll tell you what, you're going to cover the fancy alarm show for me um, on Thursday. Which, by the way, people pay attention uh, from six to eight p.m. Eastern on Thursday. It's going to be Adam Ronis with 
Jim Bowden while I um, tend to my wife's uh, uh, dental issues, so to speak. Boy, she really flipped out today, man. I'll tell you. I mean, I get it too, right? Mouth pain, always a big pain in the ass and stuff like that. Yeah. But holy shit, did she just go off the deep end? <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I could say it. <laughs> I could say it. I love her. with that. But she fucking flipped out on the deep end. And I'll tell you what, that was the other thing, man. Like, <laughs> you and I have been talking all day. And this has just been like, this day for me has just been like, you know, one kick in the nuts after another, over and over and over again, right? And then and on top of that, I was like, you know, today was one of those days where I was going to be able to like go in and kind of, you know, say something mean and nasty and have her go sulk in the other room so I could watch the fucking Ranger game. Now I'm not even going to be able to watch the end of the Ranger game and I'm going to have to like tend to her sick and weary needs. That's not good. It's not good. It's not good at all. Whatever. Aggravated. Aggravated. Aggravated that Lewis Roberts is going to be out for like two fucking weeks now. I'll tell you that too. Well, two weeks or one. You said he's going to miss he's this. On week, the right? COVID list. He's right. Yeah. And and he the, the earliest he's coming back is next week. Oh, man, that does suck. I have him in the TGFBI and the um, NFBC Online Championship League. Damn, that sucks. I mean, again, we've talked about this, right? How many guys have we seen out for two weeks? And then even that third week coming back, they're not right. They got to mm-hmm. go on a fucking rehab stint. Max Stassi. I know he's not a big player. but Max Stassi, 100%. Max he's Stassi. Just, um, Votto, Senzel. I mean, a lot of guys. John Birdie. Um, I'm sure there's more, but yeah, it's insane. Oh, McCutcheon. McCutcheon was out a while too. He just yep. came back. Yeah. So here we go, man. Like this is, this is where, this is where you earn your money in fantasy, right? This is like, you know, cause I mean, listen, I could sit here and go off Wilson Contreras, hamstring, jazz Chisholm, hamstring, Miguel Taylor Rojas, Ward, Taylor Taff. Ward, Taylor, Taylor Ward, Ward. Josh Hunter, Hunter Renfro. He's on the I.L. They put him on the I.L. They put Renfro on the I.L. Yeah. Josh Rojas out of the lineup again. He has the hand contusion. I actually kept him in a couple lineups this week, hoping he would come back. Oh, I hope he's in the lineup tomorrow. Otherwise, it's going to look bad. But yeah, I mean, yeah, some I have some of those guys on multiple teams. So it's just it really does put you in a tough spot. It really does. It really does. So this is where you guys got to just constantly pay attention. I mean, great point that you brought up about utilizing that that utility spot and really checking it out. Make sure, like, take a look. If you guys can make roster moves during the week, there are people who do leagues where they can pick up guys left and right off of the waiver wire. Take a look at your bench, right, and see how you've got your bench sorted out because you're going to need to start mixing and matching and putting guys in. And, um, you know, this is this is where this is where the guys with the multi-position eligibility, this is why I draft them so heavily. Right. Because you want a guy who's going to be able to qualify at, you know, second, third. That puts him at corner and middle. Right. It just gives you that flexibility to, to do. So if you're talking trade with people, start looking for guys with that multi-position eligibility to build that fucking bench. Holy shit. Yeah, it does help. There's no doubt about it. It just increases the flexibility. And there are some players. I mean, Yepes, Juan Yepes, depending on your league, just recently gained outfield eligibility. 
So that, you know, he's first in outfield in a lot of leagues. Obviously, we do Bobby Witt with the third base eligibility. So, yeah, just pay attention to that stuff. It definitely comes in now at this point of the season when you have so many injuries. No doubt. I don't I don't want to be all doom and gloom here, though, right? I will say this. How about this, right? Uh, from now on, I will only refer to Eloy Jimenez as Wolverine. Wolverine is a character in the X-Men movies and comic books, Adam, who has this amazing regenerative power. So he can't be killed. Well, I mean, there are ways that you can do it, but <clears throat> let's say you shoot him in the chest. His body will just spit the bullet out and, and he'll heal. Eloy Jimenez is already on track to begin his minor league rehab assignment within the next week. Uh, as someone who has them in a few leagues, I am hoping that it goes well and he does return because uh, definitely can use him, man. This dude is such a fast healer. Knock wood. It's, it's unbelievable. When I saw that, I got fucking giddy because there I was. I was like, you know, <clears throat> back and forth on the phone and meetings and getting all aggravated. And then I go and I look and it's like Chris Bryant's going back on the IL and fuck you, Bender. You're an asshole. Jonathan India is still like two weeks away from even starting a, a, a rehab assignment. Like I'm getting all this news. And it's just kicking me in the nuts. And then Lewis Robert goes on COVID. But then, you know, yeah, then it was a little better. And then I, and I also saw that Lance Lynn uh, is ready to throw a, another live BP session today. So Getting those guys back could be absolutely huge. And Mookie Betts is on fire. Two home runs today. Oh, I got him in my DFS lineup. Yeah. I know. <clears throat> Which is I, funny. I used him for my pick to click for tomorrow. Ooh, okay. Well, he's been on fire. Maybe he keeps it up. Yeah, I mean, there were so many Dodgers to choose today. Um, but because Josiah Gray is really bad against lefties, I put Freddie Freeman in my Yahoo DFS video was one of the picks. So uh, he's oh damn, and he just made it out. He's 0 for two with a run and a walk. Okay, well he still he still might get two more or three more at bats. So there's still time for Freddie. Of course, yeah. Betts has two home runs. Trey Turner has homered. I had Trey Turner in yesterday. Thank you, Trey. Uh, he was not bad yesterday though either. But uh, you know what they all three have in common. Um, Turner, Freeman, and Betts. Yeah, they all came from another team. Yeah, they're all in my DFS lineup tonight. Well, yeah, I mean, stacking against Josiah Gray makes sense. It does. I also jammed Aaron Judge in there, cheaped out on the uh, on the pitching. Um, I don't. I know Glaber Torres is homer. Let's see, has Judge done anything yet? Zero oh, for two with a strikeout. It's Rizzo, Homer, Torres, and Trevino. Yeah. Wow. So Bruce Irvin's given up four hits through four, three of them home runs. Three of them home runs. Unbelievable. <clears throat> he did that in honor of the fact that Ani Sridhar is at the game right now. Yes, I am aware that I had texted him because I needed some uh, soccer information. And he's like, here's what I wrote up. And then he's like, I'm at the game. I'm like, OK, enjoy. Go Orioles. What did you need soccer information for? That's for... I got to talk some soccer betting, man. On the, the MSG show? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's not extensive, so. They got you talking soccer. 
I can't think of a more horrific way to spend a guest appearance. <laughs> it's not the whole. It's just the piece. I mean, yeah, they want to cover everything. Still. I mean, I guess if I'm like, if I'm the host of the show, then yeah, you know, you got to be versatile. You got to talk about it. I was talking NBA with Jim today. I'm not even, you know, I'm not an NBA guy. But, oh, man, I almost have to draw the line at soccer. Everyone everyone was on the time on the other day talking about an exciting soccer game. And I think by the time I turned it on, it was over. You said exciting soccer game, and I still fell asleep. Nah, that, I, look, I'm with you on that, but there there are times when soccer can be good. If you have good teams and high skill, it can be. I just nodded off again. You were in mid-sentence. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I, then I guess I can't convince you. <laughs> Do you don't watch any of the World Cup? Um, I mean, maybe when it gets down to, like, the finals or something. Okay. And I just, I, you know, I, I, it's not not really a, you no, know, I, I played soccer growing up, but it's not really where I. Uh, I get it. It's not like the best to watch on TV. You have to really be into it. And look, if you got like a zero zero game forever and it's just it can be tough to watch. But when you have good teams, I mean, I can't sit there and watch every second. But when the World Cup is on, it's usually the afternoon. So I'm doing my work and I. You know, there's nothing else on TV, so I'll have it in the background and I'll look up. And if it's close to the end, you know, obviously I'll pay more attention. See, daytime baseball, I will do that. But like, no, not but a lot of time. Even the okay. World Cup, I'll put I'll put some music on. I'll you know what I'll put I'll put fucking Dora the Explorer on the oh, TV. Oh God, really? Before before I'd I put a fucking soccer match. Dora the Explorer, come on. <laughs> that's the, I draw the line. Can there. you say Mexico? That's what she says. <laughs> I don't know. Never seen it. Oh, okay. I, have no I thought you'd be being, <laughs> being serious. I, I do like, know that. I like, I wait, a, why are you watching this shit? You have no kids. I don't have any kids, thankfully. Thankfully, but you know, when I'm like trolling the elementary schools, I always like to have a good conversation. Oh yeah, out. of course, definitely, because that's something you do consistently. <laughs> That the the parallel story to- Trevor story homered again. Oh, see, wow. okay. why did right. why why didn't I tell everybody to to buy low on Trevor story? Oh, I did. Wow, Dylan Cease giving up four runs in the first inning. Shit, really? I don't have him anywhere. Oh, I do. That's fucked up, man. God damn it! God damn it! Really. Don't you're like such the bear of bad news. You have Shane McClanahan. I do. He is fucking tearing it up. Uh, he looks good. Well, he did. Six, He's out of the six game. Scoreless nine Ks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Tampa's bullpen will find a way to fuck me over on that too. Nah, it's four nothing against the Marlins with no Jazz. So. How about the the Pirates getting no hit by Kyle Freeland, and then they turn around and they score. And they pepper him in the fifth inning. Pepper him? Pepper. I mean, they have one run and three hits. I know. It was two oh, hits, wow. two walks. He didn't even make it after, out of the fifth? Oh, didn't shit. Didn't make it out of the fifth. But he went over on his strikeout prop, which fucked over Jim Bowden. Oh, he had the under? He had the under on the on the strikeouts there. He had the over. He's got the over on, on Walker Bueller, um, who's only got two strikeouts through three innings. Yeah, I like the over on Pablo Lopez tonight, over five and a half. He hit that. 
Rosny Contreras, uh, good start. Five scoreless innings, three hits, two walks, five Ks. I actually added him in TGFBI, and I had him in GST. I did not start him in either league because I had what I thought were pretty good options. So that's the one thing that's weird this year. There are some leagues where I'm actually pretty good at pitching, and I have to make tough decisions. It's my offense that's usually the problem, which I guess is the case for most people nowadays with the pitching being better and just some of these bats just not performing. Yeah, my pitching's definitely been rock solid. I'm, I, it's crazy how much I'm struggling with with power in some leagues. And I've got good guys. I mean, you know, like there are certain guys, though, who are just not even close to doing what they're supposed to be doing, i.e. Matt Olson, my favorite. Right? I'm just getting screwed on him. It feels like he isn't at a homer in like five weeks. Yeah, and he's hitting like 240, too. And they've moved him down the lineup now. It's really upsetting. He'll, he'll be fine. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure. He I mean, Teoscar Hernandez has been terrible. Lourdes, I mean, a lot of the Blue Jays have been terrible, man. That's an offense like we were like, wow, this offense is going to be great. They've been bad. It's There's so many guys. I mean, it's an endless list of guys. I mean, you're starting to see some of them come out of it, like we mentioned with Story and Bats, but there's still a lot of bats that are just not performing to the expectations that we had set them for them. No, and I think that that's, you know, listen, I think that, but but I think that's the case with a number of the offensive guys that we've been looking at um, this year. They're just, there are a lot of guys who just, again, you know, you can talk about the truncated spring and now they're working their way out of it, but now you're fighting through a deadened ball. <clears throat> and let's face facts too. Overall, I am mean, pitching on the whole is still significantly better. It just gets, it seems like it gets better and better every year. Yet these fucking guys who come up who are like middle of the rotation fantasy guys, and all of a sudden they're the ones who start dominating <clears throat> while we look at like schmucks like Garrett Cole, who last night got beaten up. Yeah, he still, you know, went deep into the game and gave you a lot of Ks. It could have been a lot worse, but um oh, did Frank Schwindel hit a second home run? <laughs> no, I I dude, I I uh yeah, I picked him up in the GST this week because I had a lot of injuries. Like I told you, Taylor Ward, Rojas, Tyler O'Neill. Um, I feel like there was someone else. And I'm like, I have to get a couple of bats here. Oh, yeah. Willie Adamas on the IL. Dylan Carlson. Brandon Belt. Oh, yeah. So this league, Belt, O'Neill, Adamas, Carlson, Taylor Ward, Josh Rojas. So I was like, I have to get something. Um, so I wound up picking up Schwindel, and he's in the lineup. But it's so bad that I had to. I still have Ward and Rojas in the lineup. So I hope they come back Wednesday. Um, but yeah, that was a nice uh because it's a 15 team league, so it's not a lot on waivers. So I'll uh I'll take the the homers from Schwindel. Sure, why not? I think I have him actually sitting on my bench in one league. Can't blame you. Um <laughs> it's not been good. I mean, tonight he's three for three, three runs, three ribbies, and two home runs. Uh wisdom has been hot too. So Again, those, good luck fucking predicting a game where a 30% success rate offensively is considered Hall of Fame. Definitely. I mean, now it's even less. <laughs> Was it 27% now? Oh, he's hitting 250. That's not going to kill my batting average. Right. It's, not, it's hysterical, right? You're it sitting is. there. Star contrast from years ago. We would never want 250. Now we're like, oh, 250 is pretty good. Right. Do you remember? It was like you were sitting there with like Adam Dunn. And and everybody was like, oh, his batting average will kill you. And it was like a 240, 230 hitter. 
Now we're like, oh, really? 240? Yeah, that's not Dude, too I'm bad. I'm lapping that up. <laughs> like, sit, look at Teoscar Hernandez hitting like, what, 160? What is he at? Hold on. Like, he is just, I know he was hurt, but he's done nothing since he came back, and I have him in a few leagues. Uh, he is now hitting 160. Oh, yeah, he's one for one with an RBI, and his average went up to 160 tonight. That's harsh. Matt Chapman, 189. Is Chapman in the lineup? I saw he was yes, dealing he with an Achilles issue. Uh, no, Matt Chapman for the Blue Jays? No, no, oh, no, no, no. The, Matt Chapman was dealing with some other. I thought I saw that he was dealing with some other injury. Hang on. Not uh, not the Achilles. It was, um, fuck, where did I see that report now? Oh, hang on. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, maybe I was just kind of reading through the headlines and I messed you up. You sure you didn't mix up with a role this Chapman, right? I don't think so, right? I guess maybe I did. I don't know. I thought I thought I saw the Blue Jays logo next to it, next to the the news bite. So I could be wrong. It's it's believe it or not, Adam, it's actually happened before. Um, yeah, it happens to all of us. I mean, once or twice, not not a regular occurrence, right? <laughs> oh my god all right rangers second period is wrapping up it's 335 left i'm gonna have to find a way to uh go bail out my wife from her horrible woes right now uh and it's still make the third period so if you'll excuse me adam i appreciate it if you let me off early from work today sure no problem what a sweetheart you are. You really are. I gotta tell you, man. You. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, people, Adam's got an article uh, with NBA player props coming out on pickswise.com uh, that will drop on Wednesday. So you'll be able to check all of that out. Uh, Adam is being a, a godsend and filling in for me on the Fantasy Alarm Show on Thursday. So you want to make sure that you tune in for that um i got nothing else today man so adam i'm gonna say thank you so much and does it uh, count he just scored three zip did they really yes. how far ahead are you of me really they just dropped the puck on the fucking face off are you streaming it on the computer yeah that's why i have it on cable tv holy score <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's good. He is good. Oh, Rant is oh, like, yeah. he's got the face mask off. He's like, oh, oh somebody must have must have spit in my There's eye or something like that. Went over his pad, was sitting in the crease, and he just tucked it in the net. Wow. Right. Well, way to go. Zabajabujabajabijabuja. The guard oh, yeah, just, is rocking. Boop. Love it. Love it. All right, good. I'm going to go enjoy the end of this. Uh, you enjoy your, uh, your your time spent with Justin Fensterman this evening on Alarm After Hours. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks so much for liking and subscribing. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. Oh, Ron Brindamore. Oh, boo, 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 boo. We'll catch you next time.